Well, he was just a man child that I used to buff DVDs for. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. I know that, Mr. Man. They also call them cereals. I'm not stupid, you know. The story is ludicrous. You can imagine where it goes from here. Victor's the cable. In the future, the greatest threat to our survival will not be man at all. We're going to war! Now, the youth of tomorrow must travel across the stars to defend our world. Everyone fights, no one quits. If you kill anything that has more than two legs, you get me? We get you, sir! But they will face an enemy more devastating than any ever imagined. No! TriStar Pictures takes you to the front line. Starship Troopers. Welcome to Planet Black Dog. Woo. It is after dark. That makes us the Black Dog Video After Dark podcast, aka Black Dog AD. Uh, here from the humble confines of uh, the, uh, House Gay. <laughs> if you were in Game <laughs> of Thrones, you, your your uh, le- your legacy would be House Gay. Yeah, we'll come up with a better name than that. Um, my name is Dylan Reimer. I am a former employee of Black Dog Video. I am a big-time uh, movie fan, uh, part-time stand-up comic, and uh, even more part-time podcast co-host. Uh, I'm not very good at intros, so well, you, let's, let's get doing, on with it. You've been doing the intro for like 80 podcasts. Uh, we, we, oh, yeah. By the way, welcome to episode... Uh, 64, I think. 60, is, it, is it 64 or is it more? No, it's around 64, 65, something like that. Uh, we're only at 64? Well, we lost a whole bunch. When I'm 64... Yeah. Um, I yes. adore my 64. We, my we are a nostalgia movie podcast where we, we find some old relic from 20 or 25 years ago and discuss it or ad older. infinitum while drinking. Mm-hmm. As I said, my name is Dylan Reimer, one of your hosts, and uh, my other hosts, as always, are sitting to my right, one of whom is... I'm Alex Chisholm, former employee of Black Dog Video, current employee of the Rio Theater, where I work as a programmer and jack of some trades for the venue, and uh, next to me is... I'm uh, Darren Gay. I was the former owner of Black Dog Video, now the, uh, I guess, the owner of a website that we still do stuff out of. Um, and yeah, we're in my living room because we can't record. With it many cats, room. many there's, cats. There's cats all over the place. May uh, I add, we're also up to our neck in DVDs. Yes, that- uh, I'm still sorting through what's left from the sale. I got thousands of movies to go through. You are entombed. Yes, I am in- ensconced, entombed. Uh, which was remarkable because in the final weeks, I guess like we had about two months there where once we announced we were closing and mm-hmm. people were coming in and buying stuff, like people were coming in with bags and boxes and uh, we sold so much coffins, just yeah. <laughs> shopping carts. Yeah, the guy that came in the coffin balloons. was weird. Yeah, he just wheeled it right in. Yeah, yeah. There's a body, uh, and there was a body weird. in there. Yeah. That was, that was the, the strangest thing. Strangest thing. Um, yeah, and and yet you still have so many great so many, movies yeah. sitting here in your living room. Yeah. So if anyone's listening and you're wondering, can you still purchase videos at Black Dog Video? Of course you can. Yeah, not at the store, of course, but uh, you know through the website and me. Yeah. I can meet you on the street, clandestine in, 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 spy in, in, versus in front spy of, in front store. of the store. Yeah, I've done it a few so times. So sad. Just he'll open up his his overcoat, show you some watches he's got. That's through. right. Yeah. Maybe a salmon. Yeah, some VHS hanging um, from your belt. But yeah, we or we could ship uh, anywhere in Canada or for you know. 
nominal fee uh, somewhere else in the world if somebody wants something. Um, working on the website at the moment uh, to get a working little more user. Working on the website, yeah. working downtown. To get a little more user-friendly, user and then uh, they'll be, I'll be putting stuff up all the time as soon as that's go, uh, going, so hopefully in the next week or so. Excellent. Actually, by the time this airs, whenever that may be, yep. it may already be up and running. Arr. Oh. You sound like a pirate there for a Arr. second. We... Uh, are talking about a movie tonight. Yes, we are. Uh, and that That's movie, why we're here. And that movie, by the way, thank you to the Rio Theater for, yes. um, I guess they're sort of our unofficial sponsor at this point. Yeah. But, but they, they uh, very graciously let us all go see this movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, movie, the movie is 1997's uh, uh, Starship Troopers. And I want to add, it's part of a new, uh, relatively new Monday night feature we do once a month at the Rio Theater called Monster Monday. It's, it's, one, it's once a month? Once a month, okay. and uh, our wild and crazy manager programmer Reese, he's one of the one of the one of the wild and crazy programmer managers at the Rio. Uh, he uh, has pulled together, yeah, Monster Monday, and I this is, is it sponsored he, by Monster Energy Drinks? No, it's not. Well, it's you, not. You really, but I'll, you, you I'll missed drop a trick that there. idea mm-hmm. to him. Yeah. Uh, but he, yeah, he does uh, trivia stuff like that, and often dresses up in crazy costumes. Although he didn't do that this week, he did, but he did not. do the trivia. I was hoping he dressed up like a giant bug, yeah, something yeah. like that, or just or just naked like that shower, or, scene. or a one-armed <laughs> Michael Ironside. But anyway, it's eventually uh, a no-legged one-armed it's, Michael Ironside. It's, yeah, exactly. Spoiler alert! But uh, yeah, Monster Money at the Rio. Check it out. It's a great uh, you know, new addition to our the, lineup. The, the the funny thing about our viewing, um, which we just went down this past Monday to see it, we'd all planned to go. You know, uh, Alex and I went and saw a previous movie that was showing there, and we we're going to meet Dylan afterwards. Um, and so we made arrangements to go, and uh, Alex refuses to sit with Dylan <laughs> at the movies. That's so, true. So, so we, he gaps. Is this because of sleepaway camp? Gaps it is, and blasts. It, look, it, because are, and die. Are you supposed to sit there, sit there in quiet, rapt silence to appreciate sleepaway camp? Like yeah, I'm sure. Not, well, there's nothing wrong with screaming, but it's like screaming. you know, it's like I'm listening to it with I wasn't the screaming. DVD commentary going or something. You know? I always enjoy our banter. That's yes. what I was looking forward I to. I enjoy it. banting with you as yes, well. But, there's nothing uh, wrong with reacting with you, but as far as I'm concerned, it's like sitting down and gabbing through a stand-up I, I comedy. You're, you're, you're you can in, laugh at a stand-up comedy or say, "Yeah, if you agree with the comedian," it's but a you're little, just blabbing. It's a the little, whole time, it's a little bit different than a stand-up comedian because there's a live person there, and yeah, but and. It's not like we blab through the whole thing. And the movie's 30 no, fucking not, years old. No, it's yeah. not like you guys. It's like he does. <laughs> he does. I sat there but, during the Terminator. But so, so we went in and Alex went and sat. You know, I don't know where he sat. Somewhere in the theater. And then I, I like to sit down near the front. So I texted Dylan and said, I'm down near the front. Didn't see him until I had to go to the bathroom. He sat somewhere else. So the three of us... We're all into the separate. movie, and we all sat in separate seats around the theater. That's right. Dylan just weird. got to annoy complete street. I was, I, was late. In, I was in the fun seat, and Alex was in the, I was the, in hum, the, back. the hum drum seat. Like I was the in hum, the back the hum, middle. The I like seat. sitting in the back middle. Back middle or front middle uh, are my favorites. Yeah, I don't like too far. I don't, I, the screen's too far away. I like, um, I'd like the screen to fill almost all my vision. I follow the Zapruder film on this one back and to the left. <laughs> I, I definitely... I, my favorite seat in the Rio is, the, is the, literally the back row... On the aisle. But we always sit at the, the front when we go. I hate sitting in the front. Well, why? This, I'm just learning this now. You always force me to do this. Well, I, I'm just learning you hate it. You've always uh, been so you're, copacetic. It's because your neck, you have to look up. and. Well, I like sitting well, in like the front. And if you need to use the washroom, you have to walk in front of everybody. I would have sat front middle for Starship Troopers, but I was dreading Dylan showing up and sitting <laughs> next to me. So it's <laughs> in the back. But last night, I went to see Days of Heaven at the Van City Theater, and I sat front row. I wasn't there. You must have loved it. I loved it. Because I would have been gabbing away through Days of Heaven. 
yeah. Oh, Richard. Remember, Gere I had again. to shush you during Terminator, and then you guys made fun of me. Isn't, wait, isn't, like I was the bad. Isn't guy. Days of Heaven the Tom Cruise car movie? God knows. <laughs> Days That's of Days of Thunder. Days of Heaven is a wonderful. Well, Heaven and Thunder, but Darren's clouds are involved in both yes. Heaven and Thunder. Yes. So, yes. anyway, we are not talking about um, how awesome I am to go to the movies with. We are talking about <laughs> Paul Verhoeven's uh, 1997 um, sci-fi satirical. Well, you know, I, I, I know we're supposed to keep our. Um, opinions uh, uh, to surprise the, the audience like what do we actually feel about this movie right. but I'm just going to come right out and say fucking loved it mm-hmm. um, I call now, it camp classic now Alex it was technically your pick yeah. so we'll start with you so uh, what is your what was your first experience with Starship Troopers my first experience I was living in Montreal for many years it was the Quebec ice storm of 1997 for those of you who don't remember it look it up uh, you're at a key party plenty of information online and uh Basically, the whole city was blacked out by the ice storm, except certain places like movie theaters had backup generators, and me and some friends went to see the brand new Starship Troopers, but 10 minutes into the movie, the generator died. So you you had a big key party. So it was... Mm -hmm. And then you had sex with Kevin Klein. So (laughs) after that, we... uh, I didn't actually get to see it until it was on uh, home video, and and in the VHS era, that was the one and only time I saw it. I enjoyed it. So you only you only saw ten minutes of this movie? So then, well, no, I saw wa- ten minutes of the movie in the theater. Yeah, but then I watched it new on VHS. So what did they do? Just like they, just say uh, they gave us LA, LA, and then they, they just they, they said sorry, the generators died due to like whatever reason, and they as we exited the theater, they gave us did you free wa- passes. It was like Cineplex or one of the big theaters. Did you watch it at a, like a, Did you watch it on VHS like at a party or in the background? No, or, no, or, I did watch it. Sit down and watch it with right. roommates like a year later. I I, had, I remember liking. I didn't love it, but I, it's a movie I always wanted to give a second chance to like i'm not sure how well received this movie actually was it was not well received it's um ice well hold on so what, what's your experience with it Dan? actually i had a great experience the first time i saw it um my friends and i i think there's like six or seven of us went downtown vancouver to a matinee and we were out back in the alley smoked down like three or four joints passing them around we're getting quite still quite stoned and a cop came up on his bicycle and goes what are you guys doing and we're like uh, ah. going to see a movie we're smoking some weed and going to see a movie. He kind of looked at uh, looked at all of us. Goes, all right, well, have a high day, and then bicycled off. And then uh, the very figure of authoritarian yeah. justice that you would experience in Starship exactly. Troopers was there in the flesh. And then we went in and saw the movie. I didn't know what to expect. I never saw any trailers or anything for it. I just knew it was like Paul Vore. He even did RoboCop, which I loved. Yeah. Um, and it was a sci-fi action thing, and I loved the fuck out of it. I just had such a great time. We all did. We laughed when it was like appropriate to laugh and stuff and how ridiculous it was and over the top and got all, not into all the nuances of, you know, the, you know, the Nazi kind of, uh, all the stuff that's going on with the yeah, totalitarianism. Not, yeah. Um, but so I wasn't expecting that satire. I was just expecting just a straight up, uh, you know, space uh, science fiction action movie and which it was as well. As well. And now I had a blast. I loved it. Yeah, it was so much fun, and I've loved it ever since. Mm-hmm. And I was really excited to go see it again on Monday. Never on I, DVD or I watched, I watched it on DVD. I think I watched it with my kid a few years ago. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, but it's not the same as going it to the It really theater. isn't. Yeah. It isn't. In the theater is the best for this. Verhoeven's like that from this view. Okay, well, when I first saw it, it, was, it was, I saw it Yeah, 1997. I was living in Scotland. Scottish audiences, if they like something... You'd hate it, Alex, because they're they're constantly beaking off during the movie. <laughs> if they um, if they like it, they pull their their kilts up, right? We, we saw oh yeah, asses are blue and they yeah. they, they attack the screen. 
yeah, I, at that time, my my default position as an angry young man was to hate everything. Right. Yeah, we're all, um, we've, we've all been there. But I do, and I went and saw everything at this little theater in Edinburgh. And uh, yeah, the I saw a late night screening of it when it first came out uh, with a bunch of drunken Scots. And Is there any other it kind? was just, and you know what? I've seen this movie five or six times. The first time I saw it and the last time I saw it at the Rio were very similar experiences because it's it's so camp and it's so um, it's such a throwback to like to B movie greatness mm-hmm. that you know people cheer and they applaud. Yeah, and uh, in both cases, there's a joke where like Michael Ironside, they're the, the the two leads are about to get it on. The Michael Ironside is like, yeah, we're gonna go attack the bugs at, at night. You got five minutes. And then he sees that that uh, that he's got a girl in his tent, and then he goes, "Dizzy, uh, dizzy make it 20. Yeah. <laughs> and in both cases, the audience just erupted in laughter and yeah. cheered. And it's like I don't know. I I think it's a, a consistently crowd pleasing, fun, raucous, it is uh, action movie with, um, and it's it's I don't know if it's deep, but it's definitely got a lot of subtext and well, and, and themes. Um, going through it. I remember the trailers like on TV really pushing it as like a party movie because they used that Britpop tune. I can't believe I'm getting the title. Blur. Song 2 by Blur. It was like Oh, really? It was like clips of that. Oh, no, that that was on TV constantly. Constantly. It was the almost yeah, yeah, it was that was the song and it was clips from the movie. Well, they were selling it like a big party thing. They didn't they didn't know what to do with this movie. I remember when it came out in Montreal, the critic, the main critic, I forget his name, but the main critic in the Montreal Gazette wrote kind of a mediocre review. Or, or he wrote a good review, but I mean, he he talked about the film totally watering down all the the, the subtext and commentary of the novel. I haven't read the novel. I don't know. Right there. Oh, by, by the I way, I see yeah, it there. Greg shout, brought in a prop. Shout out to Robert A. Heinlein. Of course. Um, but uh, he wrote about how it, it didn't have a lot of that subtext, but it was still like a fun spectacle. I remember a friend of mine who was a yeah. fan of the book, a total bookworm guy I knew who lived in Toronto, was so pumped when the movie was coming out. And then a friend of mine who, who uh, went on to be a cinematographer in the business, I remember him going to see it just before I did, coming over to my place and saying, Starship Troopers is a mess. It's a mess of a movie. Like he, he thought, yeah, there's cool explosions mm-hmm. and stuff, but he too was a fan of the book and expected. Well, see, I was, I was wondering why. You, I can only think of two Robert Heinlein books that were made into movies. What's uh, the other one? Um, the The Puppet Masters. Oh, which is uh, with uh, God, who's in that? Donald Sutherland. Those things that land in the back of your neck and, yeah, spin yeah. and make you do things. Um, I think it's because Heinlein, to put it lightly, is problematic yes <laughs> um as that's a human I've, that's as what a, i've heard as a human being he's he was really i don't know anything about he, him. he was pretty uh okay, other than being a sci-fi very guy. much okay with fascism oh, and, was um, yeah super conservative what we'd probably call alt-right yeah these days he'd be a mega so guy. apparently verhoeven took uh no i haven't read starship trippers all but when i was in when i was a kid i, I loved uh heinlein i read a, a bunch of his books Apparently, from what what I understand, Verhoeven uh, ramped up the, the the satirical elements. Like mm-hmm. he like he took the, the existing sort of fascist, fairly blatant pro fascist um, text of mm-hmm. Starship Troopers, and he just made it almost comical by, yeah. by putting like Doogie Hauser or Nazi Hauser in a in a, in, <laughs> in like like he looks like the fucking SS. Well, especially at the end, you know, when he's like he's got that like the long awesome, you yeah. know. Uh, black trench coat leather trench coat and he's all gaunt and his eyes are like he looks like his face is all sunken and he looks like a he looks like a yeah gestapo yeah 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 Yeah, it's awesome but at the same time you you have a like one of the biggest laughs that i saw was was um 
when they realize they find the dead body where, where the skull has no no contents inside of it. It sucked his brains out, and everybody just like erupted with laughter. Uh-huh. Well, the guy, so, and then the guy puts his his, hand, his fingers into his the hole, yeah, like, just to make sure there's nothing in there. I'm sure, there's like, a brain in here somewhere. It's like a like a bowling ball or something. But I did a little research, and yeah, this movie was it wasn't a blockbuster, but it was definitely a no. hit. No, it didn't. It didn't do all that well. It cost like around a hundred. $110 million to make. It made like 50 or 60 in North America and then it made like a, another 50 or 60 worldwide. So it made a little bit of money, but it wasn't a big hit. They didn't know what to well, do with it. Well, films have to like, make twice their budget back, usually with the with the cost to actually be profitable. Yeah, like a, I think, I don't know if it's, it's still the same then as it is now. Yeah. Or, but um, no, this movie was not a, a big hit. They didn't know how to market it because people didn't know how to react to it. Like, like uh, some of the newspapers said, it was pro uh, totalitarianism, pro Nazi. Yeah, but and it was made by Nazis for Nazis when, and stuff like but that. But when people misunderstand satire, I mean, it's no. it's astonishing. Yeah, it is. You know, um, that's like saying King of Comedy is pro kidnapping famous television comedians. It's like, not. Well, actually, well, I know a lot of people too who I mean, I'm certainly not comparing Starship Troopers to Taxi Driver, mm-hmm. but a lot of people I know. Condemn Taxi Driver and find it appalling that it's one of my favorite movies, but for the wrong they, reasons. They find they it appalling. It's, it's one of your favorite. Well, movies. They, the movie is. They find the movie appalling, and then they're kind of shocked that I actually like it because they think it's almost like advocating the behavior of the characters. But yeah, I but- don't even get uh, other than like I said, I haven't read the book. But other than the costume that shows up at the end, I just got a war mongering blow em up blockbuster like well, yeah, I, yeah. I don't i didn't get if i didn't oh. know about the novel in the background or anything but so, which so, i really don't so, so the classroom scene had, in the beginning where michael ironside is is basically espousing uh like violence like, well, the, the, the virtues of fascism yeah to, yeah to a bunch of high school students i guess it, but even that I, it's just it's so campy and silly i could never take it seriously as real commentary or anything i just oh, well, think see, it is yeah, a, but see, it's so, just a blow em up action movie yeah and i think it works well, and, it works best as a blow em up action movie it doesn't really work that well as a satire i think it works well as both you can watch it as as you watched it as a blow em up you know action dealy dealy dally thing and uh, or i like i liked it because of both and then i got like i got a lot more out of it watching this time with the you know, like the, the the funny little bits one of the funniest things that i never saw before and i've seen this movie like three or four times i've seen it a few times on vhs and dvd was there one of those news flashes they had yeah i love those oh they're, they're great and there's one about the uh the, the, the kids the, no no that, that one is great too with them when they're stomping on the stomping bugs, on the bugs. And, then yeah. the, the, and the woman's like like laughing hysterically yes that is so funny but um, no, there's one where they they show like the outpost on um, one of the bug planets, and everyone's dead. And it's Klingatu. like yeah, and it's like a, the, the Mormon outpost. And oh, was, that's right. And it was named after Joseph K. Smith, I think. It yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> and there's a statue to him, but everyone's yeah. just murdered and dead. Yeah. <laughs> I'd never noticed that it was a Mormon thing before, and yes. I thought that was hilarious. See, I, I genuinely think this is a smart movie. It's a very smart movie. I didn't really pick up on it in '97, but that's because I was probably drunk and baked. And I was miserable. really stoned when I watched it. I just liked um, it as you know. With, those funny elements, but as a space explosion fun and thing. And it's, it's a good space... Ex- I mean, oh, yeah. I, I mean, I don't really understand how these bugs can shoot out do, of their asses. They shoot out of their butts. No, but and they, they can actually attack Earth. Well, they shoot asteroids at Earth somehow. The <laughs> argument is also that like it could have been an inside job. Like, may, may, I mean, Alex Jones watching Starship Troopers <laughs> yeah. would say that... Uh, where was he from? He was from like Florida or something. Alex Jones? Jo- Johnny Rico. Don't, they're all from, they're all from uh, Buenos Aires. That's it. So Buenos Aires was an inside job. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it is it is it is somewhat believable that the government could have just blown up Buenos Aires and said, "All right, I guess we're, I guess we're going to war." Yeah. But why? <laughs> to, to 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 just to go to, just to, to go to, to, to fly halfway across the universe or to, to some system? shitty planet? Yeah, just full of rocks and bugs. What I find really interesting um, is like I'd actually the narrative that maybe the fact that like people were out there in that part of the galaxy is what started this shit in the first place, right? Like it I mean, is. the whole movie, it, it, it's interesting because it's it's a sci-fi action propaganda film it's like a propaganda movie for a completely fake world you like, know what a, I mean? like a military a, 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 a world world that's run by military people yeah and military you actually have to be in the military to do things like have babies but, but it or is, vote and stuff like th- that yeah there's all of that and they're mm. they're all just fine with it and they're all these like these good looking white people and they're, <laughs> and they're all fucking perfect looking and like casper van dien and, yep, and, 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 and denise richards and, and to the point of almost being oh well okay jake Busey. Yeah, he's, he, I guess so. He's got his father's good looks. <laughs> <laughs> he's got his father's teeth. Yeah. That's for sure. But the, it's Squinty weird because eyes. because they are these they are these like it's like the fucking Wonder Bread kid, grown up. Yeah, all of them, and well, they're and they're given these like these weapons, and and they're fighting a war that they don't even understand. Yeah, the movie is propaganda. Like, like you, it could, it could be, you, it could be you, looked at that. These characters that. are heroic, even though they shouldn't be, because they don't really display any interesting characteristics. Like, none no. of them are all that interesting. They're, they're all bland, uh, fairly wooden. None of them can really act that well. But yeah. that's part of the fun, you know. Watching the first, uh, I guess, the first third, or maybe not quite, maybe half. I don't know. But the first third of them going to high school and playing that ridiculous football game. Yeah. And, and then know. accidentally shooting each other in the back of the head. And then getting whipped in public. <laughs> Actually, I went to the washroom um, uh, when the guy got shot in the back of the head. And I came back, and they're, they're, they're stringing him up to whip him. And I said, fuck, I missed something what pretty good here. And, and it's, then, no, it's not even his fault. No, And then I'm, I'm like, where's that big meat guy who got his arm broken and, uh, like, and when he you know, the, the, when they're all lined up for the first day of basic training. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Medic. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> they put his arm in a bag. And, now, and it, it was a Clancy Brown? Yeah. Who was the uh, the drill instructor? Zim, yeah. Now, did you guys notice, have you ever watched uh, or read uh, All Quiet on the Western Front? Uh, no. I've seen them both. There's two films. You've seen, you've seen the you've book. Seen, I've never the book? read the book, <laughs> but there's two adaptations of it, and I've seen the original, them both. The, the old black and white I've one. I've seen them both. There's um, a 70s one with John Boy Walt. Yeah, the, the, no, the original is, is, is uh, that's the one I'm thinking of. Because there are parallels to All Quiet on the Western Front here. Now, All Quiet on the Western Front is kind of, it, it takes uh, propaganda and flips it on its on its head. Because it starts out as a very pro join the you know join the Nazi party and blah 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 and by the, the end of it this guy's friends are all dead. Is it is it a is it the World War One or World War Two? It's World War One. Okay, so there were Nazis. Oh, party. sorry, not the Nazi party, but it's like it's like you know join the army and, right. and, 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 and it's these kids, and structurally it's 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 very similar to Starship Troopers, and okay. I wonder I wonder if, if that was deliberate. Like well, it, it probably mu- it probably was. They probably watched all these kind of uh, war movies and stuff, and they they you know, the basic training stuff is could have been written out of like Full Metal Jacket or yeah any, yeah because yeah. there's even that moment where the guy's laughing at the drill instructor, and that's very reminiscent of the guy chuckling in yeah. Full Metal. Jacket. <laughs> He's like, put your hand up, and he throws <laughs> the fucking knife into his hand. Yeah. <laughs> I love that stuff. I could I could have watched the whole movie just all that kind just of ridiculous training, stuff. Yeah. Actually. I want to talk about the Buenos Aires thing because you know I, like like these kids don't they don't look 
like they're from Argentina. No, of they don't. Not. They're not. They don't look Spanish. I just think the world's nope. so overpopulated at that point that everyone's living everywhere. And white people yeah. probably killed that's, all the South the, Americans. But they have. But they have um, like uh, Johnny Rico and Carmes Ibanez. So they have like Spanish-sounding names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was also maybe I was thinking or seeing reading way too much into this, but you know, Argentina after World War II was a haven for Nazis. Yes, you know, indeed. And they, they escaped and went and lived there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so we're here we have this Nazi, you know, propaganda-ish, yeah, no, that's, you know, satire. And that, and that's definitely deliberate. Yeah. And, but again, I haven't read the book, so I don't know how much of this... All I know is is documentaries I've seen about Starship mm-hmm. Troopers and that Verhoeven was not a particular fan of the book because he thought it was, like, yeah, he thought o- it, openly fascistic. Well, he, he didn't even... He, he read, like... He read, like, a... Like uh, two chapters and then stop reading it. We said it was boring, <laughs> and then uh, and that uh, yeah, it's just overly fascistic. And for someone who lived and you know survived Nazis and you know, World yeah. War Two in Holland and stuff, uh, he's, I'm I'm going to go with what he thinks. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's yeah, like, but but he does this. I mean, I kept thinking of RoboCop when I was watching this movie, and and RoboCop is another movie which is essentially just schlock. Oh it, yeah, but it's uh, so good. But <laughs> the, it does. It has satirical elements yep. that, that elevate it above just your average like science fiction action film. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like honestly, of of the his three most famous films, Total Recall and uh, I, well, then again, I Face Against Him. Yeah, I know he did Showgirls. Sorry, his his Hollow th- Man. His th- no, his but, sci-fi. You mean? I I, I would say that. Yeah, Total fine, fine. Okay, Spetters. You want to throw that one in too? No, it's it's okay. I his, was, his three sci-fi movies. Like his a, three like, sci-fi yeah. movies, but yeah. I but I I think the three sci-fi movies are held in higher esteem than Basic Instinct or or fucking Showgirls. I still remember. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I still like both of those movies. Though. I still remember Basic Instinct when it was up for a Raspberry because sometimes they'll give nicknames to their nominees. It was up for several Raspberry Awards. They were calling it basically it stinks. Which I thought really, was pretty, which I thought was cute. That's like, that's not even Mad Magazine level. <laughs> that, that's cracked. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> Raspberry Awards level, and that's level enough. Anyway, I, I like like, like okay, it's my own personal opinion, but I think his three best films are Total Recall, Robocop, and Starship. His Troopers. three best American films for sure. Um, and and that one that came out a couple of years ago, Ella, I think it was called. Ella, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. But that, um, but that's that's he did that in Europe. That's not like a. You know, I heard Black but, Book. But, so, really so the dumbest, Black Book is great. The, the dumbest of the three is probably Total Recall. And, yeah. and, and that's actually a pretty smart uh, sci-fi action film. And a blast. It is. Yeah. But yes, yeah, but RoboCop, you know, was sort of his, his take on, I guess, on, on um, American uh, uh, consumerism and capitalism and, you know. Yeah. And, yeah, and but still, it was like an awesome fucking action movie. It was. And a lot of that shit came true. Like Detroit. Going bankrupt and you know like well, there's the two thousand level uh, sunscreen needed. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It was predicting like you would that the environment would be completely shot. Well, the, well, this this movie Starship Troopers is more relevant now than it was in '97. Like oh, what, what's going on in the states with they were like you know like stampeding towards totalitarianism if they and, can. And you know what else? I'm glad you brought that up because um, that whole do you want to know more and then you see the and click on yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, I know that the internet technically existed in 97, but not a lot of people were not, really not, online. Not to that extent, no. So, so yeah. So it kind of predicted that a bit, too. So it's just like, yeah, it, it totally predicted, you know, like... Well, and, and, also, and, and, and then being fed, having an algorithm feed you the information that you want to yeah, see. But that being said, is it predicted in the source novel? That would be even more interesting if, like... The novel when it came. Well, out. we have the book let's, here. Let's just sit here and read let's it. Let's just look. <laughs> we can read it. Right Should we do that? Because I mean, don't get me because like Total Recall as well. A lot of it's 
the Philip K. Dick source material that technically predicted the things, right? Yeah. Although, well, I don't almost know. a Cronenberg film, by the way, Total Recall. And he wrote. I would have loved that. He wrote a screenplay that was completely faithful to the book, and he famously got fired. The producers famously said to him, "You want to do a Philip K. Dick movie? We want Indiana Jones on Mars." Man, that's what they said when they yeah, said they kind of got it. It was going to star William Hurt. By too. the way, I, the solution to Total Recall is uh, he's actually uh, um, getting lobotomized. Well, yeah, because well, they never really you never really know if it's real in his mind. No, but you that. do know because um, there are two scenes that take place. Outside of because it's almost all Quaid the whole way through, uh-huh. it's all Arnie. There's two scenes though. There's the one when he's unconscious at, at, at recall, and they're like, uh, blah blah blah, he went crazy, so uh, so we knocked him out. And it's like, oh, he's having a negative response to the thing. It's like, we haven't implanted it yet, oh, right? right yeah. Um, but how would he? I don't know. Let's let's not, let's maybe do a total recall podcast at some point. And secondly, we can't, we have to agree <laughs> though that 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 choice line and to recall, no, you had to be Quaid. That's like one of the best camp deliveries of a line. Do you remember that? Ronnie I Cox? don't. No. Oh, I like Ronnie Cox. Quaid. He said you play such a many good guy, times guy. over the years. Like renting out that movie, at Black Dog, over the the. 17 years I was there. I, I, I'm not Jesus. joking. More often than not, if Total Recall came into the conversation, the customer would say, that line, man, no, you had to be Quaid. It's like a <laughs> I thought it'd be hilarious. Uh, Welcome to the party. Let's see you at the party, Victor. That's the one I always think of. I would have thought it was about a three-breasted woman. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not even a line. <laughs> no, I know, but it's a three-breasted woman. Um, no, yeah, so, you so, had to so, have three breasts. So Ver- Verhoeven <laughs> just has this, I guess, finely honed tackiness. I don't know. I wish there were more movies like this being made now. Me too. Because this movie, is, it's so much fun. It's, this is a very 90s movie. Yeah. You know? And it's, the special effects are really good. The special effects are yeah. fantastic. I mean, yeah. I, 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 and I think had, had it not been the same year as Titanic, it probably would have won the Oscar. Because it was For nominated. Best Picture? <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a bold statement. But uh, yeah, the movie. Well, for, for special effects and sound design and all of that. Because mm. um, Titanic just got everything. But, yeah, uh, well, actually, we sort of touched on something earlier. Um there's a little like little blurb in the movie where they say um, the reason for this all happening is because of invasion or incursion into other planets. Yeah, people going into other yeah, uh, and so there's systems. and the, the, so the bugs are just protecting themselves. But the way the you know the the propaganda machine makes it look like they're the grossest, awfulest enemy, and it's like basically you know, fake news kind of stuff. What's going on now? Especially with especially the bug stomping thing. Stop the, all the, the, bugs. the kids stomping the bugs is fucking fantastic. It is. I love it. And they're, it, they're it, just it, bugs. They're uh, just bugs. I love on Earth. That's as good as any of the fake commercials in RoboCop. But 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 you know, and, and there's there's even one point where someone is asked by a reporter, "What do you think about uh, the fact that you know it could be that people going into their solar system is is the da da da?" Mm-hmm. And the guy just goes. It was Johnny Rico, actually. He's like, my parents were killed in, uh, in Buenos Aires, uh, so fuck those bugs. I'm going to kill, kill them. All. Like, the answer has nothing to do with the question. Yeah, yeah. And one thing I noticed about all these kids, like every time they, they tragedy after tragedy, you know, like the first incursion, like people are just wiped out. Oh half, my God, Half yeah. of their friends, that they, and they're also like happy and jovial all the time. You guys want to live forever. <laughs> like you're 21 years old. Uh, no, I remember being being astonished by by the violence because yeah. it, it is it is like horror movie level. Yeah, like right off the bat, the first scene when the reporter like, guys ripped it, like, like it's, it's like just chomped in half and thrown like, around, <laughs> yeah. like and like and people are just yeah, they don't just get killed; they they get stabbed through the chest, through the chest. They get cut in half. They get like their heads lopped off, or they get burned by weird like magma oh, barf. Those, those giant. Mega bugs were my favorite. Oh, they're things. so great! They're when so I, great. When at the first scene, when that comes up, 
behind them yeah. and just roast that woman's arm. Uh, when, when I saw it in the theater, I was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. I really love the revolting brain bug. <laughs> love the brain bug. Yeah, so the brain disgusting. bug. And I, you know, I, saw, I felt, I felt I, bad I, I, for I felt, him. I totally yeah. felt bad at the end, no, you know? He's, no, but see, that's it, right? Yeah. Like, And this is where I start to think that there's this movie has hidden debts. Mm-hmm. Because a guy... A psychic guy, which the whole psychic thing is so stupid. It never used psychics in science fiction. Yeah, like, he's like, even Star Trek: The Next Generation couldn't do he's it. He's like, uh, he's like, you told me where Carmen was, didn't you? Rico says that later on to a to a NPR, and he says, I can't tell, but yeah, because you went and found oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Denise Richards in the Turn cave. Turn left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or or the, or where the good looking guy who you're which, spo- which who, one? Well, the, the guy who's uh, he's her co-pilot. Oh, Xander. Um, and he and they're a way better. He's a nicer guy. He's not mm-hmm. a jerk like Johnny Rico. Yeah, like, he's like shallow. Well they're, well, they're all shallow, but no. But he's like the closest thing to a decent human being that this movie God, has. Yeah. You know, uh, but he's like one day someone. You know, one of my species is going to kill someone, a, a thing like, and then it sucks out his brains. Yeah. So the idea is that the, the brain bug sucks out your brains and then it can just like read your brains. Yeah, that's, I guess. That's one of the dumbest science fiction things it, it I've is, ever like, heard. It's so fucking it's stupid. It's like drinking it out of a straw yeah. and then you, all of a sudden you like it reassembles the brain in your mouth or something. But then that it, happens but it, it, knows, really it knows every movie. embarrassing thing you ever did, like the time you shit your pants at Super Value <laughs> yeah, exactly. or whatever. Like you caught masturbating in the woods or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> The brain bug's like, oh, no, no, I just, I just I want to know what, see I just want what their military plans are. I don't, There's the an time infamous. you saw your dad naked, fucking your mom, like, like ah, the brain, the brain bug must have so many oh, issues. Yeah. All the trauma, the, yeah. The, the exactly. brain bug probably they must have like a therapist bug, yeah, just to go and like, <laughs> just to go and talk and like just let loose and you know, get rid of all this uh, angst and I just awful get, oh, Hopefully, he doesn't just suck get, the therapist brain too. Oh right? man, can you imagine? Oh my god, and that that would be. Then insight, that would be that that, that could be a Cronenberg film actually. Psychic, yeah. Just yeah, just just knowing everything your therapist <laughs> actually thinks about you, you'd kill yourself. <laughs> totally. All I do is they keep me they keep me a little. All the other bugs get to go out and attack things and and shoot and shoot uh, weird dandruff into space. That blow. <laughs> I just sit here and suck brains. Yeah, that's all I do. That's all I do. And they, they taste terrible. Oh, I, f- I hate I brains. Hate I just want something else. To and do, they're all idiots. They're all fascists. <laughs> But there's, there's there's that bit where imagine all you ever eat is alt right brains. Oh man, you'd be like, mega oh, brains. Oh, just eat nothing but oh, mega you'd brains. Be insane. I mean, the movie yeah. seems to be saying it's just like uh, fascism is good if used to fight a tougher form of fascism. It's a whole fight fire with fire. But I'm not convinced that they are. Fa- the, bugs, the bugs aren't fascists. The bugs aren't fascists. No, they're just they're just defending themselves. They're, they are, yeah. they're defending their they're all, shitty rocky they're, they're, planet. They're more of like they're more of like a, I think like a socialist thing. They're all work together. You know, like they they work at like the big ones shoot the you know the candy floss into space, and the other ones you know they're the soldier ones, and then yeah. the brain ones. I don't think they're fascists. I at love all. those soldier ones, man. Oh yeah, they're so scary. Yeah, there's that scene um, when they go to that outpost. When the the bugs lure the small little uh, crew to the outpost, yeah, yeah, and uh, they're being attacked, and they're doing okay. You know, some guys get their heads lopped off with those flying ones, which I really like. Those flying ones are awesome too. <laughs> and then and there's a scene uh, that, where the ship's coming down to get them, but before it gets there, uh, Rico looks over the edge, and it's just like thousands and thousands of them swarming. And he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. when I first saw it in the theater, it's like, oh my god, they're fucked. They're fucked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that that cowardly uh, general guy. Oh, he's hiding in the fridge or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my. Yeah, he gets totally wiped out. It was great. But again, and, 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 and that is another parallel to All Quiet on the Western Front. 
Because like these kids, they, they start out in, in, in practically elementary school, and then they join the army, and then they go to the front lines, and they're mm. all like, like rah, rah. Well, back in World War One, uh, it was Rasputin. before you got there. Yeah, and and, 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 and then it, it turns out that their teacher, who's like been the propaganda issuer th- through their entire childhood, he winds up on the front lines right. with them, and he's a complete fucking coward. Oh, like there are so many parallels to All Quiet on the Western Front here. All Quiet on the um, Western Bug Front couldn't really figure out yeah the, the bug civilization but they're just minding their own business yeah, well, people come along they start setting up Chuck E. Cheese's and McDonald's on their planet <laughs> yep you or know? Mormon outposts like just just fuck off the, bu- the bugs are just, are just like fuck off yeah and again I don't think they can really throw asteroids through interstellar space yeah, I, it's a, it's I, I do think Buenos Aires was an inside job the more I think about it it's across the galaxy is across the uh, so the solar system. Yeah, with like, precision. Yeah, it's hit actually <laughs> to to a planet that's in orbit of another star yeah, that is also moving. So they'd have to do all the math. Yeah, and like the, the you know just the, the velocity and then when it's going. It's, they, yeah. they, at the very least, they'd need an abacus. At least an abacus, yeah, or like a, a you know but, calculator. But maybe there's also a scene when the the uh, Denise Richards is she's piloting her first giant spaceship and it, there's an asteroid all of a sudden shows up in front of them. Like space is fucking huge. Yeah, yeah. The chances of that of them, you know, having to dodge out of the way and lose, I don't know, part of the ship, and probably hundreds of people that get taken out. And she's like, "Oh, we almost got killed." She's very happy about it. Uh, but also, yeah. but the way gravity works is the closer to an, a, an object you are, the more likely you are to encounter other objects. But there's no gravity in space. But there is gravity in space. Uh, no. No, no gravity. Really, well, well, gravity well, around the planet. Planet Earth is in space, and it has gravity. Well, there's gravity in the like in the <laughs> in the atmosphere. <laughs> You're a I'm not saying I'm not saying out in deep space, but gravity is no gravity's caused by the Earth turning, and then, so that's that that makes that's why. Dylan, are you just another pretty face? You know that you know that wasn't my fucking point. <laughs> my actually, point, I'm not sure either. Gravity. Get out the dunce cap, folks. <laughs> oh, you're right. I'm such an I'm such an idiot for pointing out that that bodies in space have gravity. So you're, so you're actually more likely to encounter an asteroid close to a planet than out in the middle of fucking space. Uh, yeah, but this asteroid was coming from the other side of the. Of Did you the, just call it a blasteroid? This like, blasteroid like, like, was like, like the video game, <laughs> yeah, or like a, a candy or something like that. Um, no, this was coming from the other side of the freaking solar system. I, oh, I so, thought I, th- I thought it was when they got closer to the planet that they saw. Then well, whatever. No, there's, whatever. It's the one that crashed into Buenos Aires. That's what. Then they almost anyway, took out the ship. I just think that the government blew up Buenos Aires um, <laughs> for just to go to war with some bugs across. Yeah, yeah, across just, the, so they could bring in the Patriot Act times a thousand. Well, they already had a military dictatorship, they, basically they, running the whole world. Yeah, they pretty much have it. Like, I actually want to see more about like planet Earth, like what kind of fucked up. Well, what does the rest of the planet well, look like, like? Because they only show like rich people. Like Johnny Rico's parents are rich, and yeah. they seem pretty happy. I don't think oh. they were like. Uh, and how much do you love that nine hundred two one zero shit? Where it's like the dad's uh, like, "You're not joining the army. You're uh, going to come work for my fucking laser beam factory." Well, that, or that's whatever. all. That's always been the criticism of this movie is the nine hundred two one zero. I love the Melrose Place. Uh, you know, no, no, it's teen perfect. Dramedy. It's perfect yep. because yeah, it's because very, American it's culture. Very Melrose, yeah. American culture at that time. The everyone, TV shows were all Melrose Place. Like, everyone's ridiculously good looking with perfect teeth. Like they're almost they're almost so good looking they're bland looking. This is actually a huge fuck you to America if you think about mm-hmm. it. Um, so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not surprised it didn't do that well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, but but then you have beautiful people shooting guns mm-hmm. at, at awesome looking 
yeah. bu- bug monsters. Well, well like, like uh, even like the, the military, like the, when he gets whipped, <laughs> like they whip him. Yeah. Like I, I would quit too. I don't. I've, I've had a lot of jobs. Yeah. I've only been whipped at three of those. You only jobs. whipped me like maybe six times. Yeah. Well, you deserved it. At least was, five I, of those. I was, times. I was late a lot. Yes, you were. <laughs> and that's right. So you broke out your. And I love it. it's like a. Oh, it wasn't even like a laser whip. It was just like, was like, like, a, like old, a real fucking old timey like a slave. Which, whip. by the way, makes me think of Roots. So once a, th- th- there's another. You know, I mean, I, again, I don't know if he was deliberately commenting on, you know, um, it was a black American history. It was a black dude whipping him. Yeah. yeah. Was it? Oh, it was a black dude. Yeah. It was. It was. Yeah. The, uh, that, the that's, other... that's borderline tasteless. But yeah. but but I don't care. I don't no. know. I again, I, I just uh, the more we talk about it, the yeah, tasteless. You're expecting good taste in a in an American film by Paul Verhoeven called, called Starship Troopers. <laughs> well, so the one thing I like about Verhoeven's films is he always has something in them. Do we have to? Shouldn't we agree on how to pronounce his name? Uh, Vor- it's Verhoeven. It's Verhoeven. Verhoeven. <laughs> uh, we're just confusing the listener because they think we're talking about two Volkswagen. Volkswagen. Let's just call him that. <laughs> Paul Volkswagen. Yeah. Uh, Vor- Verhoeven. Am I saying that right? Verhoven. Verhoven. Yes. Okay. Anyways, the thing I like about say it for Ver- Verhoven. Verhoven. Say it however you want. <laughs> uh, films. He always has something uh. that's just a little, little pushing that boundary kind of thing. Just a little bit, you know, really funny and like in um, Robocop with the. Was it the Ed? What's the Ed two hundred nine? Ed two hundred nine. Yeah, yeah, it just like keeps going on and on and on. Oh when he shoots God. that guy in the so boardroom, so many squibs in that in that actor. <laughs> I always I always wonder about that actor. Oh yeah, having like a thousand squibs. Well, in the uncut version, because in the the theatrical they had to cut that down because it was too excessive. But it, they thought they thought it was too violent. But it's so the fun. The longer it goes on, the funnier it is. Oh, it's yeah. great. It's yeah. like Python level. Yeah, and then like uh, in basic and, and then someone shouts, "Somebody get a goddamn paramedic!" <laughs> yeah, well, also, the guy's just all mincemeat. Total recall. <laughs> Call a really infamous scene. I remember the time was when three boobs. Schwarzenegger uses the dead body as a shield. As a shield. Oh, yeah. I think that's hilarious. I loved it at the there's time. A, there's a funny bit. I watched a little bit of the commentary, and he goes, I, I, "I used them as a shield, a human shield, and I keep using them as a human shield." And he's like laughing. Oh yeah, <laughs> Man, but listen, that listen. scene was single. That was the best criticism. That was the best uh, Schwarzenegger impersonation I've ever done. I'll uh, tell yeah, you that yeah, right you're, now. You're better. I can't believe you pronounced his name right. Yeah. <laughs> Schwarzenegger, Arnold, Schwarzenegger. You made fun of me for saying Brad. No, no, Schwarzenegger. We talked. <laughs> he about, did. We talked. It's Dorif. <laughs> we, we we talk about it on the podcast. I've talked about the podcast before. If you ever get a chance to watch any Schwarzenegger movie with the, the commentary, Conan the Barbarian, because all wow. he does is describe what's happening in the movie. Yeah. And then, Which one? and then laughs. And now, all of them. Yeah, now I am holding the body and shielding from the guns, and they're shooting me, but they cannot hit me because of the uh, dead body I am holding on the, on the escalator. <laughs> but yeah, but that, 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 those commentaries are hilarious. See, I, I would have thought the controversial part from um, Total Recall would be like when, he, when he sh- no, when he shoots Sharon Stone and goes, "Consider that a divorce." Yeah, like, like that's well, like violence against women or whatever. Yeah. Well, she's though she's a total vicious, and she's kicking him. the shit out of him. So no, the thing I remember being picked on a lot was the or singled out was the dead body is. It's so amazing. Right. It's that so amazing. It's shield. Oh, but, it's wonderful. Oh, yeah, it's wonderful. Like, in like a, in uh, basic instinct, obviously the Sharon Stone and crossing your legs kind of thing was a yeah. huge controversy. Blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But in this movie, the one the one thing that I've always found hilarious, probably I don't know if anyone's even noticed. Um, after the uh, the second attack on the spaceships where they get blown up again, why? Okay, why are you doing the same thing again when you just got massacred the first time with those the bugs shooting their their 
butt juice into the air and blowing all the spaceships up. Yeah, yeah, death so, farts. Yeah, so they escape in a little shuttle, Denise Richards and Xander, and uh, they're driving, and this this guy body face bounces off the uh, the window shield. For some reason, that's always been my favorite part in this movie. I never and I've noticed always, that. I've always thought it was like that's a little Voorheven touch because they didn't yeah, have yeah. to do that. Verhoeven. <laughs> ver, ver, ver to heaven. <laughs> but I've always I've always loved that and I was I couldn't wait to see it again and it did not disappoint. Okay. And so we are gonna leave it there for just a minute. We're gonna we're gonna throw to uh, our sponsors or whatever. Or maybe or, go towel down. Or, 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 we, we, or maybe we'll even just fade out and then fade right back in. Mm-hmm. We're gonna take a five minute break. We'll be right back. Don't nobody go nowhere. No. Cheers. On our podcast, Dessert Before Breakfast, we review final episodes of TV shows with one catch. At least one of us hasn't watched any of the series before. Who built these robots? It's genuinely <laughs> difficult! Is it a metaphor? <laughs> what does it mean? Where was the creek? Yeah, I saw no creek. Did it ever show up? <gasps> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Dessert Before Breakfast. Available wherever you get your podcasts. I just... I don't know what's happening! <laughs> <laughs> Shall we talk about the performances? Mm-hmm. Um, they go I mean, from not great to you know average. Well, and, but again, do you think it was a deliberate decision by Paul Verhoeven uh, to have all the young leads be just bland as plain yogurt? Yes. So that Michael Ironside and Clancy Brown look so much awesomer. I love I love both those guys. I can, well, Doogie I, 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 Howser, I like Doogie. Never looked oh, better. Yeah, Doogie's Neil always Patrick great. Yeah, 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 he wasn't. He wasn't in it much. He you wasn't know, at in the it beginning much. and then the end. This was just when he started to move away from his whole Doogie. Well, House and also life. he was he he was kind of in John Travolta in the eighties land at, at that point because it was like post Doogie, right? And he hadn't Looking really for something he hadn't else really that, done that much because Harold, was a step Harold, in the right Harold, Harold and Kumar yes. was kind of like his his return. But that was a long. That was like Harold and Kumar. Actually, no, it was like early two thousands. Yeah, it's like Harold and Kumar was like two thousand four. Something, something so, like that. so uh you know and he like he, he was a star on broadway and stuff like that but he hadn't really done any movies or anything right so, so just having neil patrick harris in in a in a weird sci-fi <laughs> action movie at all well i love i love how he goes from you know the goofy sidekick uh with all the you know the, the good quips and the uh basically the melrose place kind of uh you know goofy dude to like the you know the gestapo you know like a black under his eyes like he's seen too many things kind of guy at the end, I, I love that the look of him with his like trench coat and his boots. And there's a you know those GQ uh, videos where it's uh, actors talk about their their body of work. Their you, bodies. You ever watch? The, no, <laughs> no, Arnold never. Schwarzenegger does that though well. in every commentary. <laughs> I was worried they would not notice my the pegs, so I had to work out uh, before <laughs> kindergarten cop. <laughs> kindergarten cop. No, no, he. Uh, well, on YouTube there mm. there is a series where it's uh, sponsored by. I think it's GQ, maybe it's Vanity Fair. Right. But yeah, they'll get like, you know, Nicolas Cage talks about his most iconic characters and they're about mm. 20 minutes and they just kind of talk about five or 10. And anyway, they had Neil Patrick Harris. Okay. And he was talking about Starship Troopers and how he like initially didn't want to do the movie. They never want to do the movie. Oh, I've, no, I've noticed that they always never want to do the movie. I would but, want to do but, any um, movie that was offered to me. But yeah, he was, he felt left out because his character is really not in the movie that much no they start out as kids and then he yeah. and then he has that one awesome that awesome bit in the middle where it's kind of a, a, a how to kill one of these bugs like <laughs> shoot it in the leg and then and then take it out in the head oh it was right it was like, it was like an infomercial kind yeah, of yeah, thing. yeah 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 or like it, a, it, the instructional it, video yeah it had a very infomercial kind of look to yeah. it but he was just basically doing that yeah um, but the rest of the cast, I think they actually went into military training and they d- they'd done all this stuff. They did. And so then he showed up and was kind of like, I'm here too. Yeah. 
but he didn't get to have any of the fun. Like he doesn't he doesn't actually get to like ride around and, and shoot shoot giant, the yeah. shoot the giant bug in the back. Oh yeah. But quick quick question. Yes. So Johnny Rico jumps in the back of that giant uh, yep. beetle thing. Yep. That that in it's shooting orange fire out of its mouth. It's a, it's a, like they have like some little like talony things or little like peepers or whatever those things are called that come out of bugs. Right. I don't know what they're called. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, tendrils she, or something. Yeah, it's, it's like liquid. It's like shooting napalm. Yeah. And Johnny Rico shoots this thing in the back yep. to its big napalm belly. Na- napalm hole. And he gets covered in this stuff. But yeah, it, I guess it, maybe it has to ignite. I guess, yeah. That's a weird evolutionary yeah, trait. I was, I was reading about that when he filmed that scene. It took them three days to film that scene. He ended up like bruising a whole bunch of... actually jump on the back of a giant bug. They did, yeah. yeah. Um, he had like chipping a tooth and like bruising or busting some ribs and, and, and he stuff pre- like he, that. he actually prepared for, for weeks just jumping on the backs of, uh, of, of <laughs> hippopotamuses and, and, and just beetles. shooting them in the back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Each other's rather driving down the street, someone going shopping, he jumps on their car. Or yeah, or, yeah like gasoline <laughs> trucks. Yeah, yeah. hippopotamus. Well, that'd be a little, uh, yeah. a little sad. Just shoot <laughs> them in the back. <laughs> yeah. and then, woo! And then, look, and then look cool yeah. <laughs> as it dies. Although hippos are terrifying, they are. They're monsters. Um, hippos kill more people in the, like, than crocodiles and sharks and oh, yeah. you know, condors combined. And, and they're giant pigs. They are. They'll chase you down, and they're meat eaters. Yeah, imagine being stomped to death by a giant pig. And hungry, hungry, hungry hippos. Those there you go. Oh, yeah, those big tusks. Again, so that, see that board Fuck game. Those things. That had subtext, just like Starship Troopers. Mm. Hungry hippos w- w- had. Meat. It was about something. Actually, well, one of one of the funniest things I found in this movie was that stupid football game they play. Yeah, like it's so like the the, the I think the the whole field is maybe twenty yards. <laughs> yeah, they, they, it's it's so and it's so terrible and it's so ridiculous, like leaping over dudes and flying through. It's like oh my god! I love it because Star Trek does this too. I was thinking about um, I, future I, sports. Well, yeah, future sports like rollerball or whatever. But on Star no, Trek, that's a on Star sport. Trek: The Next Generation. Well, in the first Star Trek, there's that ridiculous like chess that that Spock plays. It's mm. on different levels, so it's even right, s- right. it's smarter than re- than normal chess. <laughs> even though we've been playing chess for fucking centuries, and it's just fine the way it is. Yeah. But then on Star Trek: Next Generation, they had this this sport called like, Hey, Greg, is it, is it Perini Squares? Sorry, it's Parisian. Parisian Squares. That's right. And it's just like, well, why wouldn't they just play baseball or something? <laughs> anyway, so so with this, I, I was just thinking like, this is clearly like lacrosse slash football yeah it's, it's but, so, but they're so, doing flips yes it's, it's so dumb and they're, and they're like injuring each other and but the, the the best part is later on um after they have a battle on the planet and michael ironside's there and he pulls out like a like a big case of like some kegs yeah and then he pulls out a case with some footballs in it yeah <laughs> and he just grabs one he just and throws, he throws it, it. He just throws it. it and they just start playing <laughs> yeah they're just like just like to nobody to nowhere just like so i'm sure like someone's standing there like having a beer is like yeah. Whack in the head with the footballs, like, and, and and then a a, a, ne- a neon violin. For, uh, <laughs> of course, for, uh, that was the most hilarious. Jake, that I love. Yeah. the constant fiddling, violining. Yeah, throughout it's the a, movie it, by it's, Jake Busey. Well, it's, not it's, constant, but there's two really funny moments. It's, he's it's playing a, it in the bunk, and then yeah. later he's given the it, light. It's up such a cliche, a cliche, but it's like it's they have they have that in so many war. Movies. Of course, war movies. It's usually the guy like blowing on the harmonica exactly, or something. But I love that. That was a cute little cute. I like to see someone like with a tuba or something. Like yes. Yeah, French horn. Yeah, yeah. or drum harp, yeah. a giant harp. You bring it. There's wheeling a Hammond organ, <laughs> Glockenspiel. <laughs> I love a good Glockenspiel. I don't even show sure what a Glockenspiel is, but I love the name. Calliope. Oh, there's 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 a scene when um I guess it's after the first attack and uh, Johnny Rico gets the big stab through the leg with the the bug, 
and uh, and he's you know every, everyone everyone's like like writhing in pain and dying all over the place, and he's floating in a nice tank. Oh, just like Luke Skywalker <laughs> yeah. in Empire Strikes Back in his bathing suit. Again, yeah. it was like future people that float in water, like whenever they go, they got to wear the bathing suit. Like, why wouldn't but, they be? But they, they have co-ed showers. So, yeah. So who cares? I know. Dongs are plenty. <laughs> Everyone's seen it, Johnny. Yeah, I know. Like, well, well it like, could be a be, diaper be so kind shy. of thing. I mean, he might need to relieve himself. So maybe there's like again, this this is the same. This is funny because we had like this conversation fish. about Event Horizon. Like, you weren't here, but because in Event Horizon, there's they, all this stuff floating around well, in the, the, <laughs> the, the crew when they when they when they go from point A to point B, they go into like some sort of hypersleep, and they're in like a big tube full of water, but they're all wearing their their like bathing suits or underwear. Yeah, and uh, I think you or maybe Axel said, "Yeah, well, maybe it's to keep all their waste in." It was me, <laughs> but but it wouldn't because if you're shitting and pissing, it's just going to swoosh out the sides. I mean, Johnny, it depends. <laughs> don't swoosh out. The <laughs> have side. you ever? I had, they the, would change them every yeah, once in a while. Yeah, but they, they're they reach a maximum water. capacity. Have you ever had a goldfish? <laughs> well, you don't want the water. You don't want if someone's healing in a pool of water. You, you don't, don't want to pull a shit and piss. <laughs> well, you, well, I guess you like a fish. You change the water. Yeah. If you've ever had a goldfish where you didn't change the water for like three weeks, yeah, it's it's just it's so gross. But it, 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 like it, it's a, like algae on the side of the tank. <laughs> there's, there's like algae eaters, like gross <laughs> algae eaters those, sucking it. Those like prehistoric little fish. They're yeah. horrific. Those, yeah. those algae eaters are the worst. Oh, but they're cool looking. Ugh, no, they're gross. Mm. Um, but I, just, I always I found that funny. Just like a, a turd floats by <laughs> when they're all like, "Hey, buddy, <laughs> yeah. we're thinking of you." Like, they're they're way too happy to see him. Like, and they're dancing around. Like they know he's alive. Yeah, but like half of their platoon has been wiped out. Like their other friends are all dead. They've been massacred, oh. and they're like they don't even like. There's no, there's no like a mourning, mourning or anything. Yeah, they're only ever like angry or horny. Yeah, well, they're, they're, not they're, they're, they're not even that horny. There's only like, one like sex scene in the whole thing. I don't think. Yeah, I guess a co- in a co-ed army, you would wind up boning well, your, your. Well, I was reading about like the uh, the famous nude shower scene. Yeah, and um. Oh, Verhoeven filmed it nude himself. Didn't yeah, because yeah. you know, because like the uh, some of the actors are a little hesitant about getting you know undressed and whatnot and doing it, but he said, "Oh, for fuck's sakes!" and he just takes all his clothes off. But he's a big boner. <laughs> and so they 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 filmed they filmed the scene. Just, the but, director's got this huge huge throbbing right. You bend over. Yeah, everyone's like, oh geez, uh, You guess. dropped the soap and then slap her on the butt by by accident. Is that your uh, Paul Vorhaven? It's, uh, it's my Verhoeven. Verhoeven. Yeah. <laughs> you want to hear my Brad DeReef? <laughs> okay, so yeah, what are we su- doing now? Are we wrapping this up? Or? I, can, I can do Brad DeReef. How much longer can we... Do you want guys want to wrap know, it up? We're still chatting about Bring the movie. Um, uh, you know... Um, you, what, do, you have, so do you have a place somewhere the, to go? Get the wagons. Some, car- some karaoke to, no, uh, to no. go. Uh, but... Um, uh, yeah, so I, I was reading about that scene, and because uh, everyone was like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, the reason we had them all naked is because, you know, because they're so into the, the military and uh, the fascist, you know, state they're in, they're, they don't have time to be horny, or or the libido has been crushed by fascism. And their food is, is peppered with saltpeter. Salt it's the whole yeah. delicious positive mental attitude crap. Well, they used know? to actually do that in... in um yeah, in the army. Back in, in the, the army, day. they would yeah. like they would like feed feed people anti horny drugs. Anti horny, that's what they're called. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but yeah, that, it's a, libido that, inhibitors. There's a, I, I prefer anti horny drug. Let's go with either. Actually, anti horny would be a, a great name for a drag queen. I had an anti horny one growing up. Did you now? Mm-hmm. Dehornify. Did, did she teach you all? Uh... She taught me nothing. Oh, in the movie, um, when they're they, they're getting their assignments and they talk to the dude at the desk 
and they show he's got like a metal arm and no yeah, legs. That, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I love that because he's like the army made me what I am today. Yeah, and, and he's got no legs and stuff. Casper gives that little oh my god. Mm-hmm. Look. Well, Ca- no, Casper Van Dien is the other two are like I'm in the air force and I'm a psychic <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I'm a I'm a grunt. It's like yeah. good for you, son. Shakes him with his. He's just he's just a head on a wheel. Yeah, basically. But then later on, like when my Michael Ironside buys it, you know, he gets his legs ripped off. And he's like, Johnny, you know what to do. And it's like, yeah, well, pull him to safety and like get him. Give him some robot legs. Yeah, put him in one of those like floaty tanks. Well, they, you don't need to be murdered because you're going to But get lost earlier in the film, he shoots a guy who's being torn yeah. apart by a bug. Yeah, but, he says, had, but that guy had no chance. But he said, if he just wants to. He knows you know what to do. He said earlier, that's his wishes. Yeah, but and, that's and also, his he wishes. Didn't, he didn't do feel, to him what he, he just did to that guy. He didn't even feel bad because uh, Michael Ironside is like, yeah, go up to that really high point up there, up, up on the rock. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> and then know. he gets grabbed by a horrible flying. <laughs> it takes him off and then starts stabbing him. By the way, have him. they done any recon? Not at all. Because they're all like, oh, these things are flying. Yeah. I had no idea. Well, but they're walking along. And actually, just, they, were taken, they were taken by surprise by every single every, new bug. They're like, yeah. they had no fucking clue. Nope. You'd think with psychics, you got psychics on board. Well, they're walking along the canyon and they see like rocks all falling down constantly, and they can yeah. see little shadows and glimpses of things moving around. And like nobody cares. They're I would like, always be terrified. Always be terrified. When I first saw this movie, every time I saw a soldier walking, I was terrified. For <laughs> this him. guy's gonna I, get his fucking his yeah balls because, because you just didn't know they could come from anywhere, and those, the bugs are horrible and they just do terrible things to you. Yeah, yeah. Like that girl that gets uh, the the first attack is who gets who runs away. She freaks out and then pit opens up and one comes and drags her down into the pit. Oh. That's that's the that, worst. That, to you me, no, that's, you have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's I think having the uh, image of not knowing. Yeah, yeah. It's like um, Peter Jackson's King Kong remake. Yeah, there's Ooh. a scene when um, the bugs. Yeah, where you know Kong's got his his, his ant log or his Kong's log or whatever. And he's knocking everyone into the into K- the Kong's the, log. Kong's log. Yeah. Is that your uh, nickname for yeah. you? Shh. Your genitalia. <laughs> Kong's log. <laughs> anyway, so everyone falls off Kong's log. Yeah, yeah. And then and all I'll the bet, bugs. I'll bet they do. <laughs> it's, they slide right <laughs> off of it. And, uh, and all the bugs start attacking them. And it, it, like, that scene has always haunted me. Like, I, that, I find that so it terrifying. Is, Andy Serkis actually said about that scene that he's like, yeah, I was going to let my kids come and see this movie. Because, you know, he'd been Gollum and stuff. Yeah. But it was never him. And he's finally, he's actually gets his face in a movie. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, there's no way I'm letting my kids he see this. He meets a horrible one with those it big goo monsters those on Those fucking slug things. Yeah. Th- those penis monsters. <laughs> That is one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen in any movie. It, 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 that that whole sequence, and there's a scene when the, a guy is like he's trying to he's climbing away, he's climbing up the uh, like the side of the cliff, oh, and, and the thing grabs him. Yeah, it comes out of a hole, grabs him, and takes him to the hole. I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. I can't think of anything worse. Like that, like because you don't know what happens to him, and like you're in the and, dark. And, and being, somehow yeah. Jack Black survives all of that. Yeah, yeah. That, that movie. Anyways, we're talking about that robust, healthy Jack Black. Well, the the Friday night Friday night lights coach comes swinging in a vine and shoots everybody, or shoots all the monsters. So, but anyways, anyway, that's, yeah. a, that's a different movie. I, I a movie I love. Yeah, I like parts of it. It has problems, but I actually yeah. genuinely love. Uh, I loved it at the time, like like to the point I was like, yeah, it's amazing, it's amazing. But that's since worn off. I still like yeah, it. Yeah, it's too long. But too it just things. it was just very. The first time I watched it with and didn't think about it too much, it was very exhilarating. You, but when I watched did, it again, I'm like, did you ever notice um, on the ship when they're going to the island and they're looking in the the bay and there's a bay uh, there's a little crate that says Sumatran Rat Monkey. Yes, I did notice. That's no, the uh, that's notice. the thing that sets off the whole Dead Alive. 
It bites the uh, oh, Sumatran. Wow. Uh, no, I did not know. Yeah. That. Rat monkeys. Yeah. So back to Starship Troopers. Yes. I think we'd like this movie. We de- I, I, I more than like it. I, yeah. I, I, I fucking loved it. Mm-hmm. I'd always liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, but watching it this time, seeing it with a live audience again. It's so good. On, on a big screen. Yeah, with the, the sound. It's so the loud. Mu- the music is good. Yeah. The special well, the, effects the, are good. There's a great scene when um, they show all the bugs and then the planes come in. And they just drop bombs after bombs. And it's like the bombs are going off. It's getting closer to the camera. And it's exploding. And there's bugs flying everywhere. And it's so loud. Everyone was just like, yeah. <laughs> it was so awesome. Even when I saw it in the, the theater in the first time, everybody was cheering that because it was so awesome. So there's the one, there is one moment that we brought up earlier, but we somehow, somehow we, we, we digressed. I don't know how we, we digressed. Want, do we do that? Hmm. Start talking about other things? Do tell what we were talking we about. We can't stay on topic. It's the bit where uh, Nazi Hauser shows up in his long leather <laughs> trench coat and he's like, really hot. And he reads. He, he's he's like, and they drag this poor brain bug out of his oh, fucking cave, right? It's starting, he's, to, feel, he's, starting he's, to feel kind of bad for. He's it. had his like his brain sucking dagger lopped off by Denise. And by Richards. the way, that's the only thing it has. It yes. doesn't have arms and legs. It, nope, it's just a big slug with a whole bunch has of eyes. A, it has like a vagina for a mouth and like forty eyes, and and yeah. it's just kind of it just lives in its cave. It has to suck brains all day. Yeah. It's 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 like well, what, it's like working in retail. But what does it's it, miserable. What does it do? <laughs> what does it do when there's no brains to suck? Because you know there's nobody invading. You're only going to suck brains when eh, people just, are invading your just, planet. It thinks about just hangs out all the brains that it already ate, <laughs> yeah. going through all those traumas and all, all the people, everything, the, yeah, you know, yeah. All the, uh, whatever. Uh, the, uh, th- this one uh, is a Michael Bublé fan, and <laughs> oh just <laughs> just has to know all about Michael Bublé. <laughs> This guy makes peanut butter and sauerkraut sandwiches. Oh, all of it. Oh, all my of God. it. Uh, yeah, this one watches reality television all day long. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they drag this poor slug thing, the brain bug, and Doogie puts his hand on it, and he's like, "It's afraid," yep. and everyone cheers. Yeah, that is <laughs> fucking depressing. Yeah, you know it is. They, they are so excited that the, that their their enemy has has, has been. Kneecapped to the point where it, it actually fears, because to the brain bug and to the re- now these insects have evolved and they're they're reasonably intelligent and blah and you know blah 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 weird monkey things come from another <laughs> planet like to us to to these bugs we would be repulsive we sweat we fart yeah. we shit yeah. you know what I mean watch reality TV uh, we don't even we can't even we can't even kill you with our bare hands we have to have dumb projectile weapons I'm like like why why were they there anyways. Like why there? It's like across the solar system, like a, a rock planet. There's nothing there but rocks. Wait, why are we going to Mars, man? Talk to Elon. Like there's nothing greed. there. Greed, good old human greed. What they're going to get more rocks? Manifest destiny, all that crap. Right. Yeah, they don't really explain. Right. Like what planet Earth would have done maybe, if maybe we if we doesn't. hadn't encountered these bugs. Mm. Well, there wouldn't be much of them. I mean, there are sequels to this movie that I never bothered watching. Actually, the sequels are interesting. I never I've never seen them either. The uh, the second sequel or the first sequel was directed by Phil Tippett, who did the um, special effects for this, and then did that. Have you seen Mad God? His new uh, no, crazy. I've, I've, heard, I've seen it. It's cool. Movie. It is really cool. But yeah, and then the uh, the third one was written and directed by the writer of all three of them. So, but I, I've never Robert, seen that. I've never Ro- seen them. No, no, the writer oh, Robert Einlein, he no, was no. still alive. No, he got a movie deal. The screenwriter. They, they brought him back. Yes, they brought his corpse they reanimated back. They re- yeah. Well, the brain bug had, yeah. had ate his brain right before he died, <laughs> and uh, it had all. Well, this guy really likes Nazis. I want to say <laughs> Captain Highliner. You know, I think <laughs> Captain about Highliner. Yeah, sure. yeah. 
Robert A. Highliner. So, so what, what were you saying uh, before we got... Uh, you were talking about to see, Billy? A, di- a diversion, and then we got diverted again. Oh, it's sequels... Uh, didn't they do a series, a Starship Troopers series that got canceled? Uh, they never, I don't think they ever did it. They were going to. There was a couple animated movies I think as well. You, I think you could. I think this world could be interesting enough that you, like, with a smart enough approach. Yeah. You I know, because I do like, I do really like this uh, almost cartoonishly. It's like Leave it to Beaver meets the Nuremberg rallies. <laughs> you know, it, it's. It's so white and fascist and yep. happy and colorful and gory. Good looking. Like yeah. I, I think you could you could do something with it. Yeah, I don't know. You'd have to you'd have to have do something different. You just can't go keep going shooting bugs and then the bugs eat. No, no. You, you, but there's other bugs. There's right. there's other aliens or whatever. Yeah. Well, there's there's supposed to be other bugs in this movie, and there's apparently in the book, um, all the uh, soldiers have these like hyped up like armored suits that uh, like are almost indestructible. And they were going to put them in the movies, but one, it was too expensive. Yeah. And two, it just made them, uh, un- it was unfair. <laughs> it was, it was like the, like they, it's, it's, way more, it's way more interesting when the, the, the soldiers can easily be murdered by the bugs well, the, the, than just a wipe, wipe the bugs out. Mike, that's what's lame about Superman. You can't hurt them. Like, oh, boring. Dude. Well, ba- Batman killed him or something, didn't he? Batman, well, we, we're, we're not going to get into that. No. Every, every time we talk about Batman. <laughs> That's why it, Superman's my it, least it, it, favorite. It, it turns into a five-minute... Uh, <laughs> yeah, diatribe. <laughs> shit, I was going to say something. Mm. And, and now I told you, you said stop talking about fucking Superman. We're and doing this, I, the, the sequels and, uh, and doing a, a series. Uh, no, never, oh, and, yeah, the, the, the scene that I remember the clearest from when I first saw it when it came out in 1997 was just... <laughs> That first, when they first land on the planet, and mm-hmm. they're all gung-ho, and then, yeah, that reporter, and that woman gets dragged off, yeah. and people are just getting eviscerated. Yeah, like left and right. I remember, like, it actually being terrifying, because yeah. cause I, cause the camera is, is doing a first-person uh, perspective, kind of, like, looking around, so you, you feel like you're doing it. It reminds me of... Uh, the opening scene of Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, well, that, that's what that's what they were going for. A lot of handheld stuff and Steadicam stuff, just to yeah, yeah. sort of make it more realistic and immediate, like you're almost there. Yeah, so so it just it had that. Uh, I remember thinking it was a it was really savage and really terrifying. Yeah, yeah, because um, well, especially that first visceral, scene, it's like you know? it's like it's intense when the first bug comes around the corner and like it takes that guy out. It's like, oh my god, what are these things? Yeah, because you yeah. know you don't know you know what they are, but yeah, all that and a bag of chips. There you go. So. Um, it's it, yeah. It's safe to say that we all recommend this. Oh, hundred percent. I, I I didn't love it, but I liked it a lot. I, I and I it. see why people love yeah. it. Don't get me wrong. Like I liked it a lot. Though. It's because it's a little long. It's like one hundred and thirty minutes or something like that. Um, and I could have done a little bit less with the Melrose Place uh, stuff at the beginning. But I um, love I love the Melrose I, Place. I, I love like there's basically three acts. You know, there's the Melrose Place stuff. There's the basic training, and then the then all the awesome action at the end. Just like Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, pretty much. Um, actually, yeah. There's no Melrose Place. There's no Melrose, Melrose Place in that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which would have been weird. Oh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like like I could have done a little bit less than that. But the, I love all the basic training stuff. I always like that kind of stuff in movies because it's always brutal and stupid. <laughs> Guy gets whipped. <laughs> they're not gonna, they're gonna whip him. Like, come on. Yeah. Anyways, uh, look, man. Say what you will about fascism and whipping. <laughs> but, and I just might. But the, tra- the, the 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 starships ran on time. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> so, Alex, we'll start with you. Excuse me. Let, let's say uh, 
let's say you're recommending this movie to somebody, and they're, yeah. and they're just on the street, and, and they're thinking, "I'd like a second movie to pair with that." What 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 movie would you pair with Starship Troopers? Well, an obvious pick would be one of Verhoeven's three sci-fi films, but I will go with a Verhoeven, not one of those Spetters. You know what Spetters? Really? I love it because Starship it's, Spetters. It's also a very <laughs> testosterone-fueled, beautiful youth going for it kind of thing and and the bad things that happened to him. I watched Spetters again shortly before we uh, were closing down. I was watching all these uh, movies that I need to see. Cram them in. And Spetters was one of them. And I I really loved it. I love Spetters Spetters as well. I love Spetters. I bought Spetters. I, for some reason, I say Spetters. Spetters. I don't know why. It, it just sounds like a because it, it sounds like Sean Connery when you say Spetters. No, it just sounds Dutch. I, I think because it doesn't it, sound because Dutch, because a gold, gold it member. Doesn't. It's just a like Spetters. Right. Anyway, uh, I bought it for like a dollar off of some blanket on uh, Commercial Drive. Wow. I had no fucking idea. I just saw people on mopeds or whatever, and I was. Or, I, I I barely even remember it. Motorbikes. It's pretty pretty sexy but, movie but too. There is a there's a disco scene in the in Spetters yes. that is so amazing where yeah. someone goes like yeah yeah disco disco. <laughs> yeah, they're rocking uh, the and, and they, they, they call him. Uh, he he's he's the Dutch uh, John Travolta. Anyway, whatever. So yeah, so Spetters. That's an excellent pick. Again, like uh, Vorheven like pushing that envelope. There's a, a scene when you know they're just laying in bed and she's like just playing with his dick and stuff like that. And it's like it's like it's full on. I, I really, there's a scene I, too I, I where wish, they're measuring I each really other's dicks. I really wish dicks. the like, audience could have. There's seen a really brutal your, sexual your assault hand, in it. it. It was like Kermit the Frog <laughs> doing a doing a jerk off movement. That was amazing. Your bony arm. It's like it was like ET pretending to jerk I'm off sure Elliot. Why, I'm not sure why I did that. <laughs> jerking him off. I said that would have been an interesting take on uh, on ET. Yeah, yeah spetters. Yeah. That's my pairing. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's a good call. Yeah, ET gets me too. It's me T. Um, <laughs> so spetters. So Alex's pick is spetters. Darren, what my pick might be? Yeah. Well, one. Let's see. Obviously, we all love this movie. I love this movie. I guess one of my favorite. Uh, I liked it a lot. It's what it's one of my probably. I put it in my top twenty films that I've watched that I've really because I've had such a good experience as watching it the first time and then at the Rio. Um, so I love this movie. It's probably my, one of my favorite sci-fi's, and it's uh, yeah, it might be. I don't know if it's my favorite Vorheven. I think Robocop is that. Um, but anyways, my pairing, <laughs> my my pair, my pairing would be um, uh, for another alien uh, fighting movie would be uh, Spielberg's War of the Worlds. Ooh, which, did, uh, wait, didn't we talk about this on the last podcast? Did we? We did. Yeah, Did we? you can't. I'm pretty sure you picked War of the Worlds last. No, I picked in the Method Madness. Okay, to go right. We, we definitely talked about War of the Worlds, though. Did we? Yes. Oh, anyways. No, but but um, I'm I'm very happy to talk about War of the Worlds. I, I like that movie a lot. It's not great, but it's really good. And that like the first the first half, the first two thirds of the movie, like like are awesome. It kind of loses steam after a while, but the opening scenes with the, when you first introduced to the uh, the tripod things yeah. are amazing because they're all. They're all shot in like mirrors and reflections, and you don't actually see them. You see what's going on around you, and you get to see Tom Cruise running. You know, he's oh, his, all his, his his amazing run. Yeah, yes. uh, but I really like that movie, and I've, I've been wanting to watch it again for a while. So that's it's sort of been in my brain. So that's why I'm going to go with that one. Yeah, and, and there's a similar sort of political um, subtext to War of the Worlds. Uh, no, I, see, I I was disappointed. Is there? Yeah. I, I was dis- Yeah, definitely. Is, there, it, just, it, the, is a is a post nine eleven because War of the Worlds came out in uh, two thousand five, I believe. So when it came out, maybe two thousand three. Well, I guess maybe the scene with Tim Robbins in the house when he's well, uh, no, more more like oh, here we are in what we thought was nice, safe uh, New Jersey. Although, why you would think that? No, no in New one Jersey. would think that. No, and then I've th- seen Sopranos, and then this towering. 
nightmare just happens and people are turning into dust and, yeah. and, and like he's covered in dust when he comes home to his kids and yeah, stuff. which are people um it's people. Dust yeah. is people dust is people and there is even a point where uh um the, the little girl uh who's a famous actor is it dakota fanning dakota fanning okay. she, she's like is it terrorists like it was right, definitely right. spielberg's reaction to 9-11 right my disappointment with War of the Worlds is I've always wanted to see one that actually takes place in the 19th century. Right. With the tripods. Actually, that would have been, um, would have been even, even cooler. Because uh, I loved that book as a kid. And uh, anyway, fine pick. Thank you. What um, about you, Dylan? What did you think? And I, what uh, what would you pair I'm with I'm tempted this? to pull in Alex here. Uh-oh. And, pull, and, and recommend nine movies? Well, there, there are two. There are, there are two movies that are tonally similar um, that in that they're just like 90s. Like uh, celebrations of B movie greatness, um, and that would be Tremors and uh, and and the Faculty. I think this movie has, owes a lot to Tremors too. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Like it's the just, Faculty's a fun movie. Faculty's great. I like, I always saw that once, and I was a little disappointed. I like to watch that again. I only saw it a few years ago because a uh, staff member of the Rio was leaving and moving away. A staff member from Europe. And we all got together and watched Europe. a movie, and we watched Europe. her pick, which was... Uh, Where's Europe? The Faculty. It's a lot of fun. The Faculty's yeah. a blast. Anyway, whatever. Those are not my picks. <laughs> but they are runners-up, right. in, that, in that they are similarly fun, like, like monster movies. Yep. Um, I've already mentioned All Quiet on the Western Front several times. I'm telling you, so, Star, Starship Troopers is very much a science fiction remake of, of All Quiet on the Western Front. So is that where you're going um, with? No, I, I'm going with the one that I thought one of you two would go with, uh, uh, which is uh, James Cameron's Aliens. Hmm. Um, did we talk about Aliens in the last podcast? I don't think we did talk about Aliens in the last <laughs> we podcast. We talked about it a lot. Anyways. We did, yeah. Well, because um, Aliens is like the serious version of Starship yeah, Troopers. It is. It's about a bunch of Marines who are gung-ho yeah. and yeah. young, dumb, and full of cum, mm-hmm. and they go to a planet, and they get their fucking asses Kit. Yeah, their, hat, um, their hats handed to them. I I think that uh, that the aliens for like for the serious terror and and the great action and, that would be and, an and, amazing and, and, double and, bill. And then this for just like a like sort of a fun cartoonish version of aliens. Yeah, yeah that'd be a great double bill. Yeah, man, I just want to I just want to watch all these movies. Oh, right now. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I want to watch the Faculty and yeah. followed by All Quiet on the Western Front. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, everyone, out of my house. I'm watching. <laughs> I'm watching movies the rest of the night. I'm getting naked and I'm watching movies. That's right. In, the, in that order. Um, so I believe that brings us to the end of the podcast. Fellas. I think so. That, that was a, that, that although Alex wanted to wrap it up like, like I know an hour he ago. He was in a hurry to, you had to go, um, is it roast beef dinner tonight? He had, he had, no, he had to go spet it out. Ooh. And, uh, he's, yeah, he's, he's riding a motorcycle uh, in, a, yeah. in like a cage For some or reason, I thought they were, they drove, uh, mopeds in, uh, in Spatter. <laughs> no, so it's, it's, quadru- um, so this has been the Quadrophenia. Oh, I've got, I've got the Blu-ray here. Should up. Wonderful movie, yeah. Quadrophenia. That's great. Um, so this has been the Black Dog Video After Dark podcast. Uh, mm. I have been Dylan Reimer. Who have you been? I'm Alex Chisholm. Who have you been? Uh, I've been Darren Gay and I will be again tomorrow, unfortunately. And, uh, and who's that guy over there uh, okay. making, making that, it sound so good? Some guy in the corner. That that'd be Greg. Uh, hi, thanks. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's a man of few words. Yes, but, but of many uh, talents. But, but great technical ability. Makes us sound way better than we actually do. Check out the website. We got swag and stuff. Yeah, for yep. sale. Just got some new uh, Studio Ghibli socks in. Got some mugs. I'm developing a new awesome T-shirt. It's yeah. a it's a secret, but it's going to be maybe 
the best one yet. Wow, like uh, like the best T-shirt the best, ever? The best T-shirt design. Of, of all T-shirts? Of all T-shirts in the entire planet. This is going to just change the way we view T-shirts. This planet and Clendeth do. It's, it's only sleeves, yeah. this that's, T-shirt. That's right, it's only sleeves. It's really hard to stay on. But, Very popular. Yeah. Men really want women to wear it, but yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, we are located at... Uh, <laughs> On do plan, not do, planet, do, planet, yeah. planet can don't give, my, don't, give, don't give people my address. Um, <laughs> shit. I, well, okay. So, well, well, there's a web address. We're, we're, we're located in the ether. Um, yeah, blackdogvideo.ca. Come on by, say hi. Uh, yeah, um, and and, mo- and, like. and still selling movies too. Yep, yep. There'll be a lot, a lot of movies going. We, we can get anything as long as it's available. We can get anything you want. Give you a good price. Ship it anywhere. So tell your friends. Yeah. Um, also, um, do we have we have an email address? Uh, yeah, blackdogvid at gmail.com. If you have enjoyed this podcast and you have you have comments, what did you think? What did you, what did you think about Starship Troopers? Uh, did you, did you like feedback. it? Did you hate what it? What did you yeah. think about what we thought about Starship Troopers? What do you think of what we thought? But we thought about the anyway. Sorry. No, yeah. No, no. So so uh, send us send me a postcard. Drop me a line. Um, if if we read your uh, your letter on the air, you will get a prize. Yeah, we don't know what that is yet. It may or may not be a prize. It but... may or may not be a, a t-shirt that's only sleeves. Yeah, sleeves. <laughs> yeah. Sleeves only t-shirt. A, a torso-less t-shirt. <laughs> um, no, you'll get something, though. Yeah. Um, beyond the glory of having your, your letter read yeah, on f- our fine, fine podcast. Maybe that might be the first one. So, uh, Darren, do you have a, an Instagram or anything like that? Yeah, Black Dog Instagram. Um I don't. That's Black Dog Instagram. I don't know. Yeah, it's Black like, Dog there's Video. Like, there's some slashes somewhere. I don't know what it is, but uh, yeah, and on Twitter there's and underscores on Facebook, or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Black Dog Video in Vancouver. Look find, that up. find us on the socials. We always have a little bit of fun. Uh, there. Alex, do you, where can people reach you if they if they uh, if you don't if just you, mention if you me owe in the them, If you owe them money, where can they find you? In the park. Nowhere. Okay. Well, or <laughs> the Rio Theater. I'll be fighting bugs in the galaxy. Oh, I'll join you, Johnny Rico. And my name is Dylan Reimer. Reimer. Uh, with an H, like Rhymer, Rhymer, Rhyming all the timer. I'm on Instagram. Aren't you going away somewhere? I'm going on tour. I'm going right. to. I'm going to the UK. I actually have like two listeners in the UK. So uh, oh, wow. So go to DylanRhymer.com and uh, and see if I'm in your little village or city or whatever. Very much, very excited to go to uh, Scotland and England. Oh, I'm sure and, it's gonna be a lot of fun. And uh, Paris and all of that. For, We're gonna miss you, man. Weeks. Yeah, you'll, you'll you'll find a new me. Yeah. Um, Dolan. I don't in, fa- in, Dolan. in fact, when I come back, there'll be like some other redhead sitting here. Yeah, with a, but an anagram of your name, like Nolad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just keep thinking of Mickey Dolan's. Yeah. But he's dead, isn't he? Uh, probably. He's, okay. dead to, he's dead to me anyways. Or maybe you'll get like, I don't know, an, another infamous redhead. Dan, Danny Bonaducci or somebody will be oh, taking God. over. He's dead, isn't he? This has been... <laughs> I reserve comment. <laughs> this has been the Black Dog video um, After Dark podcast. Tell your friends. Um, tell your enemies. Yeah. Tell your neighbors. Tell your your neighbors' enemies. We need to end the podcast. Yes. So thank you for listening. Everybody, be good to each other, and uh, we will see you in a couple of weeks. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye.